comes up I'm driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day that I died I said 18 wheels rolling on the road It is my life 18 wheels rolling on the road It is my life I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two chrome stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Drivers, we hope you appreciated that song, The Road Is My Life. If you got a CDL and you're out there driving up and down the road, shifting them gears and putting up with all this traffic, being away from home, then you understand where that song's coming from. And today, this is Chaplain Daryl Spicer with Channel 21 Ministries. And this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries. And we want to ride along with you for a little while, so let's get up in the cab, Daryl. Well, let's get up in the cab and hide out because our wives are on this CD. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm going to be in the bunk and close the curtain. You ain't tricking me. Yeah. But uh, we are very fortunate today to listen to our wives talk about being married to us. Yeah. And uh, some of it isn't very pretty. But, uh, driver, we'd like to ride along with you today. And if you've got a spouse at home, they're going through stuff when you're out here on the road. And, uh, and they're really going through stuff if you're out on the road and not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I've been there, done that, and Gary's got the T-shirt. Yeah, I was guilty of that for many, many, many years. And it really puts a burden on the family. You're going to hear about that. Uh, my wife doesn't hold back, and Gary's wife doesn't hold back. And the good part about it is we had Richie Turnbow's wife. She didn't hold back either, so he's not here to defend himself. Well, I think really who they was talking about was Richie. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that was. Yeah, it wasn't us they was talking no, about. No, no. But anyways, I want you 
to sit back and enjoy this ride today and enjoy this uh, story about what God can do in your life as a driver out on the road that has a spouse at home trying to make it and do it all by themselves. Yeah. We made this uh, CD down at Daryl's house one weekend several years ago. Me and my wife, Linda, and Daryl and Joyce and Richie and Christy sitting around the kitchen table and just talking about life. And so we titled it Views from the Kitchen Table. Again, we've been there, done that. Uh, I've been married all my life. And Gary's been married most of his life. And Richie, he's been married quite a few years. Mm -hmm. So this is a good perspective. So listen to it, enjoy it, and we'll talk at you later. Well, let's hear some views from the kitchen table. Richie, tell us a little bit about uh, Channel 21 and what it's meant for you to come on board and be uh, one of the chaplains for, for Daryl and uh, Channel 21 Ministries. Thank you, Gary. It, it's, it's, a, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. It's been a life changer uh, to be able to go out and to serve the Lord and to witness to other men, uh, to give them the reason for our joy. And uh, we know as married men, we can't do that without the backing of our family without the support of our wives. Um, when, when God talks to a man, uh, a married man that's in Christ, he, gets, he talks through his wife also. Uh, he doesn't want to divide at home. And when, when God wants us to do something, he'll talk through the wives also. I think it's going to be good here today to listen to the wives, their viewpoint, uh, what they feel, what it's done for them, and the support that they give us as, as husbands and as fathers. Which one of you ladies want to go first? <laughs> Christy does. All right. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Gary. You know, I rode on the road with Richie for a while, and I seen how long the days are out there. And a lot of times you can't pick up a radio station. Sometimes you just, you're out there in no man's land, and that's why these CDs is a good time to pop in and listen to them and let the CDs lead you to the right way, and the right way is to the Lord. It opens so many new doors for us. I mean, when you're at home and you don't have the Lord beside you, you don't have any guidance. You don't know where to go. You don't know what tomorrow brings. But with the Lord in your life, it just seems like you have a whole new opening door. And I always worry about Him being gone. Every day I worry about Him being... But it just seems like it's helped having Jesus in our lives. He's on our shoulders watching over us where it wasn't there before. And that's one thing. And it it just seems like we're blessed every day. A peace. That's a good word for it. Peace. You know, Christy, as you was talking there, you was talking about you went on the on the road with Richie and and you found out how hard it is out there to to be on the road but you know it's so much harder I think for the for the one that stays at home and so many times we don't we don't get to hear that view of the person that is at home and I think that's what this CD is going to do is it's going to show that view of the the ladies the wives uh, that are at home while their husbands are out there on the road and and I wrote a song uh, quite a while back and this song is called On the Road. And I just wanted to, I was trying to tell my wife, Linda, 
just how I felt and, and what it was like. And I tried to put it in a song here. And I just think this is a good time to share this song right here about being on the road. This was just me writing, um, trying to tell Linda how I felt, just to share my heart. There's been so many times when I've been gone It seems like when you need me I'm never at home All I ever wanted was to be A man you could rely on But it's hard to be that kind of man When you're on the road Oh, life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song No matter how you sing It's a lonely life alone Oh, it seems like all we're ever doing Is saying goodbye There's a price to pay For the choices that we make Sometimes the cost seems like More than we can take All I ever wanted was to be there for you But when I'm always gone It's so hard for me to do on the road Oh, life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song No matter how you sing It'll always make you cry The love that we have known is a lonely life alone Oh, it seems Like all we're ever doing Is saying goodbye If I could have one wish It would be To turn back the hands of time So I could erase the pain I've caused from your mind If only I could make This dream come true If I could have it my way It would be me and you On the road
right, we're sitting around the kitchen table here at Daryl and Joyce Spicer's house, and we're just uh, getting views from the kitchen table. And Christy has shared with us, and Richie has, and and now I'd like to hear from uh, Joyce uh, Spicer, Daryl's wife, and what was it like for you? Uh, give us your views of uh, what it was like for you, Joyce, when uh, Daryl was uh, out there on the road. I think the difference between having a husband who's out on the road and um, you're being separated and you're missing him and he's missing you and you're missing parts of your life that you would have had had he been home. Uh, The difference that you have once you've given your heart to the Lord and that you know that he has is that you have such a trust and such a love and you have a peace that you didn't have before. And you can have peace with him being out there. And you can have peace at home, knowing that the Lord's going to help you deal with what you have to deal with. You know that there is, um, you know that love is there. You know that that uh, assurance of your husband being true to you, the assurance that he loves you, you feel it through, through your relationship together in Christ. Is so, your relationship is so much stronger and there's so many things you don't have to worry about, so many things that you don't have to uh, be unnecessarily upset about, so many things that you don't have to deal with when you've given your heart to the Lord and when you've given your marriage to the Lord. There's just a, there's a peace between you, there's a peace with God, there's a peace in your home that you didn't have before, and it just makes it a whole lot easier to live that life. It's so hard I know it was so much harder for us when he was driving, and um, he was so far away from home for so long, and and you miss him, and you wonder what he's doing, and you wonder, and I'm sure he wonders what you're doing, and and you can talk from a distance, and you can love each other with all your heart, but still you don't have the assurance, and the peace, and the joy, and the just the restfulness that you have in your soul and in your heart that you, when you're both serving the Lord and you know that you're both living right and it just is so much easier to live that way. If you have to be on the road, that's really the only way to do it. Amen. Wow, that's powerful, Joyce. Now it's time for uh, you, Linda, to share uh, share what's on your heart. Uh, give the folks out there kind of a your view of uh, what it was like for you when well when we first got married my when I first started driving well Gary and I had only been married two years when he went back to driving the truck which was very very hard I had a lot of trust issues because of my first marriage I didn't want him to be a truck driver I remember telling him before we got married I said if you ever plan on being a truck driver again I don't want to get married you know, because I just didn't want to go through that. And there you are at home with four little bitty kids, you know, and and you want your husband that you're newly married to to be home with you. And uh, it's it's tough. Uh, I have such empathy for all the, the, the ladies out there that's married to truck drivers because um, you're just kind of on your own. You know, they're, they're out there trying to make a living. We understand that, but still you're at home dealing with every issue that there is to deal with on your own, you know. And um, it's a hard life. I, I, uh, it, it's hard to get through it, but 
you know, through it all, when Jesus comes into your life, it changes everything. It changes everything, and even if your husband is a truck driver, you know, if you're a Christian, you have that firm foundation and that that trust that um, he's doing the right thing, you know, and, and you can trust him, and it's just, uh, Jesus makes all the difference. Jesus just makes all the difference in your life after that comes into your life. I know when when, when Gary was a truck driver and he would call home, you know, and I would be so sad because he wasn't home, you know, and it would, it would irritate him because I was that sad, you know. I mean, he knew he had to be out there, and I did too, but it, it, it's still, it's just a tough life, and I, I just have such empathy for the women out there. But through it all, it's all been worth it. You know, it's all been worth it because we have a good life now. Jesus is, he's just blessed us so much, and I just praise God. Well, Linda, I just wanted to know how did you do it with four kids? Because when Richie was out on the road and stayed on the road for weeks at a time, I didn't have a child, and it was hard for me. And now he's home every night, thank the Lord, that he got a dedicated run. But... I just don't see how you could do it with four little kids by yourself. Did you have family help? Did you have friends, or did you pray to God the whole time? Well, it was tough. Um, It was just a very tough, hard life. Our children were little. Let's see, Jeff would have been, Shelly would have been 10, I guess, or 11, and Jeff was about nine. Brian was, I don't know, seven, you know. And then we had Gary's little girl that lived in uh, Texas as well, so part of the time. And I don't know how you do it. You just get through it, you know. I mean, and it's not a happy life. I can't say, I won't lie, I can't say that I was happy, you know. I really wasn't happy. I just did not want that kind of a life. I wanted a husband that was home with me doing the family thing and Gary would be gone a couple of weeks at a time and uh, I had my mom you know my mom and I were really close and she would help me but uh, well and Gary's sister Rhonda she helped as well but you know I just would never want to go back to those times you know it's just it was just too hard to more than I ever bargained for you know it was just more than I ever bargained for and you gotta be tough and and it does um, take a toll on you. Uh, how soon after you guys was married did you get saved, or what was your scenario with you getting saved, and did that help? Well, because he wasn't saved, so I got saved when I was young, like seventeen. Okay, but I I backslid. I was married to an alcoholic. It was another tough road, you know. Yeah, um, I backslid after me and Gary met. We went to bars, and you know, I did that whole number. Um, but I always knew the Lord. I always, he was always there in the back of my mind. Anything that I ever did, you know, I always knew that if it was something that I was doing I shouldn't be doing, I always was aware of that, you know. Well, did, in that time, did you pray? Oh, yeah. Was yeah, that, I prayed. Yeah. Because I prayed. I wasn't baptized until just in the last year, but through all the hard times through my life, it seemed like I'd still pray and just hoping that he would listen and send mm-hmm. me, guide me in the right direction. It just We've heard Gary's testimony, how you guys had an argument and, and you went to the pastor's house 
and he came over to Gary that night. What what was the time frame? How long had you been how long had you been going back to church uh, and turning this over to the Lord, Gary's salvation over to the Lord? Did, do you recall? Well, I'm sure it had been several months. Um, the kids and or, or I guess it was just Brittany and I were going, and um, I'd say it had been I, I maybe a year. I don't know. I don't know how long I'd been going, but I just knew that. Something had to give, you know. Something had to give, or or it was over because I just couldn't take anymore. You know, it was just it was just too much, too much for me. And it was, you know, with the problems that we had with Brittany, with the anxiety and all that, it was just um, more than I could deal with, you know. So, but that was the beginning of uh, the beginning of or the end of the beginning or something. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call that, but... What was your thoughts when he came home after the pastor had been there the night before or, uh, and, and Gary had been out on the road and, and, and he had been seeing these signs that the Lord was showing him because he kept saying, show me a sign. When he walked through the door, did you see a difference in him? Could You know, I, I think you guys, maybe you'd gotten up the next morning or something when he came in. Did you Did you see a difference in him in his countenance? Did you see hope then? Yes, I did see hope. Um, I think the first thing I asked him was what's going on because I could just tell he just had a different, you know, there was just something different that I didn't recognize. <laughs> and uh, I, I knew something had happened. I just didn't know what, you know. I was, I was, I was hoping what Russ had said to him the before. night before had, had an impact, you know, on him, and thank God it did. You know, so. You know, there's uh, many, many people out there living their life without hope, and they don't know where to turn, and they don't know what to do. And and thank God for men like Russ Beatles who came to my house uh, that night and and read a track to me. And thank God for men like uh, Daryl Spicer and Richie Turnbow and all these chaplains for Channel Twenty One Ministry who are out there sharing the gospel and. and and helping, trying to help uh, other drivers out there that are that are running up and down the road, and they they think they have no hope, but the hope lies in Jesus Christ. And once we find Jesus, there's nothing that God can't do through us. And I'm living proof of that. Uh, once I got saved and, and turned my life over to Jesus Christ, uh, God has been using me in so many powerful ways through this ministry. Uh, He's given me gifts uh, to write songs, and I've written many songs. Uh, and, you know, I think right now I just want to share a song. I just want to share a song that I wrote, and I wrote this to, to Linda. And because of Jesus Christ, because of the hope that he gave us, I can write something like this and mean it with all my heart and live it. Before I got saved, I couldn't have wrote this, and I could, sure couldn't have lived it. But through Jesus Christ, we can do all things. And I wrote this to Linda, and it's called True Love Forever. Not a day goes by I don't think of you The blessings you bring The happiness too you are the sunshine, the sunlight in my life. You're my love, my world. 
It was love at first glance. The first day we met, you taught my heart to dance. You are the sunshine, the sunlight in my life. You're my love, my world. You're my wife. True love forever. Your heart and mine. Together till the end of time. Something I never thought I would find. True love forever. Your heart and I knew it would last. Together was the future. Let go of the past. You are the sunshine, the sunlight in my life. You're my love, my world. You're my wife. True love forever. Your heart and mine. Till the end of time, something I never thought I would find. True love forever, your heart and mine. True love forever, your heart and I'd like to add to what uh, what Linda Rayburn said. It, it it is tough on the wives at home because we're gone. Uh, when when they have problems come up at the house, it can be something simple like uh, they can't get the toilet to flush, they got a leaky faucet, they can't get the lawnmower to start. I mean, it's it's little things like that, and they're so frustrated with it because we're not there. We're not there. Oh, we we got it. We know we got it tough out there. We're driving. We're you know we're we're putting in the hours trying to put food on the table, and and it's hard being away from our family, and it's hard for the wife to be uh, by herself away from you. But I think what, and I agree what she's saying. Uh, you when you have the Lord between the two of you, uh, there's a bonding there. I mean, you have a bonding with marriage, but when you have Christ in your life, there's a a, a spiritual bonding. 
I mean, I'm talking about a, a, a super glue kind of a spiritual bonding where you, you have faith that everything is going to be just fine. Uh, you know, that, that your husband's going to be fine out there on the road, uh, that she's going to be fine at home. Uh, it, it's tough talking through that telephone because that's the only way we have to communicate. I remember out there on the road, you know, I'd be parked at a truck stop. I'm, it's a Wednesday night. I'm already missing home. I want to be, it's, I'm hoping it's the weekend so I could be there. And, and uh, I would just call my wife and just so I can hear the TV on, uh, just so I can hear the, the dishes rattling around, just, just anything that reminds me of home because, uh, you know, I'm missing it. And, uh, uh, but the, the wives, they're, they're missing us. And they have problems at home. And, and it's hard for them, like I said, because we're away. We want to help them, but we can't. But when you have that, when, when you have that, when you have Christ in your life, it, it puts that bonding between you. And it'll make your marriage stronger. Even if you're apart, even if you're apart, it, it will make your marriage stronger. Because when you do get to see each other, you can share what was going on with your week and what was going on. Well, she can share what was going on with her week. And, uh, you you have that you have the uh, the love of the Lord to keep you together, uh, to keep that peace uh, that that sense of peace and that sense of trust uh, between you. It's hard uh, being on the road and being away from your family all the time, and and it's just a rough life. And but it's a rewarding life too. I mean, you got to work at something, and driving a truck, you you do get to be your out there you don't have a boss looking over your shoulder all day long and you get to to be a be your own kind of man and and it's it's a rewarding job but it's a tough job all all jobs are tough i'm i'm an oil field chaplain right now and our oil field workers they're they're gone they work seven days a week uh and when they're gone from home they're gone three weeks at a time and then home a week so you know that's a lot like being a truck driver, and it's t- it's a tough life. And and just truck drivers, oil field workers, there's construction workers, there's all kinds of uh, different workers out there that are away from home. So yeah, it's rough, but you know what? It can be a lot better if we, if if we have Jesus Christ in our life. He is the rock. He is the glue. He is that third strand that threefold cord that will strengthen any marriage any home if we just uh, turn it over to him and so yeah I've it's rough life it's a lonely life but uh, it's a good life if you got Jesus Christ I know with Daryl and I that um, there was such a change I mean we had we had a good relationship and we had a good marriage. But when I started going back to church and I asked him to go with me, y'all have heard his testimony, there is just such a difference. Even though we had a good relationship at that point, we did not have a total. We trusted each other. We loved each other. We knew we'd be together for the rest of our lives. We didn't we didn't have any question about any of that, but still there was a, a distance. There was always something there where you're wondering. There was always um, an uneasiness in the air that is just totally gone now. Once you are both serving the Lord, 
and you have a total trust between you and you have you don't have to look at each other and wonder what you're thinking or what you've been doing or what you've been looking at or what you you just um, you can totally trust that person there is such a such a relief and such a deep just a deeper love and appreciation for each other you um, yeah just a peace you have that peace with God and you have that peace with your spouse and there's no questions there between you anymore there's just a total openness and love and appreciation and I am so proud of him and I know that that means everything to him when when your husband or your wife can look at you and say I am so proud of you you are the man that I want to be married to you are the man that I love you are the man that I trust you are the man that I can trust to do what's right in God and in our relationship and there's no there's no greater feeling than that no greater love than that love that you have between the two of you and between the three of us with Christ being that third strand that makes us stronger you know what it's really like that the two of you become one, isn't it? You yes. Know? Yeah, that's the. With. I think with that's the meaning of no that. No barriers and no mm -hmm. fears. No fear of losing each other. No fear of losing that. Your marriage, your stability. Just a just a total peace. And it's awesome to feel after going through everything like you talked about. We went through the same sort of thing when Daryl was driving and he was on the road and I was home with the kids and. And uh, he'd be gone for weeks on end and come home for one night or for one day. And it's just not, it's not easy on a relationship. And sometimes it's the way things have to be, but they don't have to be as hard as that. They're not as hard if you're living in the Lord and you're trusting each other. And you don't have any fears and you don't have any regrets. Right. And all of that has been washed away and is gone. Through the blood of Jesus. End of the beginning. I think it's what Linda said a while ago. It was the end of the life that we had been, been living in the beginning of a brand new life that we have in Christ now. I mean, it, our whole life has just totally, completely changed, and God has blessed us so much. And, and that's what He's going to do for you guys, because you're, you two, uh, Richie and Christy, you're. You're just starting in on this walk right now, and you're brand new creatures in Christ. And what a powerful testimony you guys have! And we're we're going to put that out on CD. We're recording that this week, and it's just going to be a powerful, powerful uh, uh, witness to uh, so many uh, truck drivers out there that are are so it's so hard out there. It struggles, but man, if you got Jesus Christ in your life, it it smooths out the the bumps in the road. I want to talk to the women right now, and um, maybe it's a wife at home. Maybe you're wanting God in your life, and you haven't told your husband. You know, maybe y'all need to start talking and bring Jesus back into the home. Okay, it was around Christmas time, and Richie came home, and he told me that he was, um, something happened to him that day. said that he had got CDs. He's been listening to CDs. And it touched his heart, and it brought the Lord to his, back into his heart. He said he got saved, 
And he was telling me this story. As he was telling me this story, I just kind of looked at him. And when he got done, I just kind of walked away. I've had a Bible that my parents gave me when I was like seven years old. Stuck in a drawer in our bedroom. Well, when he was done talking, I had walked in there and decided to pull it out. And uh, I brought it back to him. And he's like, where did you get this Bible? And I was like, I've had it since I was a child. He said, I didn't know that you ever had it. And I said, yeah, I've read it through many times. But anyway, he, um, Richie ended up telling me that he was... Um, wanting to go back to church. He said that he was wanting to buy new clothes, a new Bible, one that he could actually read. I said, that's fine. You know, I was just fine. So I asked him, what did I have to do? And he said, just believe in the Lord. So we just started talking and praying. And he said, I got saved right then, and I could not believe that between me and him praying to the Lord and talking to the Lord that I could be saved. I've done some things in my life that I wasn't proud of, and divorce was one thing that laid heavy on me. And there's a lot of things that we both have done together and before we met each other, and we just couldn't believe that the Lord could just forgive us for what we have done before we got saved. But since we've got saved, it has been such a load off of our shoulders a lot of load off of our minds for the sins that we had done and we could not been being any more happier today for having the Lord in our hearts in our lives in our home we're trying to bring Aiden now and talking to him a little bit about the Lord as the days go by we're started taking him to church he was diagnosed with leukemia in October and he's in remission now and through the prayers of the people that found out about his leukemia, they sent cards. A lot of people sent cards and said that they was praying for us, that they had um, put him on their prayer list at church. There's a lot of people that we didn't even know that was praying for him. A lot of the churches we didn't even know about was praying for him. And through that sign, to me, it was amazing that for him to be in remission in a month, that the Lord had been working before we was saved on Aiden. It just, it had to be. And it's been a big change in Richie since he came home and told me the story about the CDs and that he had been saved. He has started working with Channel 21 Ministries, became a chaplain for Channel 21. And... He's reading the Bible. We're going to church on Sundays. We're watching shows. Um, more that's... Christian values. <laughs> more Christian values TV, yes. And his attitude towards me, his attitude towards Aiden, you know, the home. is just... Everything's so much more at peace, as Daryl says. It is just so much more calm we don't yell at each other we don't argue as much as we did we still have our disagreements every once in a while like everybody but it's a lot more at peace and 
after Richie went to church one Sunday because I wasn't able to go since Aiden couldn't get out. He walked up to the altar with Daryl by his side and was saved. And then I'm, when I could go to church, I would go. And then it was probably about a month after we started going to church that we got baptized. And going to church, if you've been listening to a lot of the CDs, you know and heard of Johnny Minnick. Wonderful preacher, very powerful. He has touched me in so many ways. His sermons, he has touched me in so many ways. It's the first Sunday that I could go. He had really touched my heart just by what his sermon was about. And for three or four Sundays, actually, it seemed like he knew exactly what I was thinking about that week and preached on it. And I've told Daryl, I just don't see how Johnny could do it, but he did. And he's a very powerful preacher. He read your mail, didn't he? He read my mail. He knew exactly what I needed to hear on Sundays when I went to church. So find a good church. That's a very important thing is to find the right church. And I think we found the right church. We drive away to get there, but it's all worth it. You know, Christy was was talking about finding a good church home. Drivers, every time you're home and you have an opportunity to go to that church, church doesn't save you. A preacher doesn't save you, but by going to finding a good church home for you and your family, it's a, such a blessing that you can learn about things of the Lord. And you go to a church that's spirit-filled, that loves to worship God, that's not ashamed to worship God and lift up His name. When you leave out on Sunday afternoons, if you've got to leave on a Sunday, you know, you, you, you leave to go enter your mission field because you just went and got your batteries charged. And another thing is when you're gone and you know your family has a good church home and you have the support there at that church, uh, your kids are not just going to school to learn. Uh, they start going to, to church to a church group and, and uh, start being fed at a church by youth pastors and Sunday school teachers. They're learning about the things of the Lord so they don't go through the stuff you went through when you grew up. If you didn't go and, and, and stay close to the Lord like I didn't do. You know, you want the best for your children? Then find them a good church home. And be a family. Because the Lord says to worship one with one another. To have fellowship. Uh, and, that, and that's where we do that. And, and, uh, so it's important that you do that. And uh, So when you leave out on Sunday, you're fired up and ready to go. I just wanted to add, Daryl, when you find a good church, a lot of times the ones that you see at the church and meet at the church, they welcome you into their homes. So you have somebody at your side or at your back that if you have a problem or if you don't understand something, you have someone to talk to. Drivers, we're sitting around the table, the kitchen table, talking about what God's done for us. And it doesn't, and, and I know you're sitting in that truck and you're driving down the road and thinking, yeah, but you don't know the problem I got with this, and you don't know the financial problems, you don't know this problem, you don't know that problem. No, we don't, but Jesus does. And you think, well, this, this doesn't sound real, it's too good to be true. It's not. The key to it is, is for your wife, your spouse, to look at you with an adoring look in her eyes and to find the love that she had or he had when you begin your relationship. 
You put Christ back in your life. And you let him clean you up. You don't clean yourself up. He cleans you up. You come to him with your problems and your troubles. But you just give him your all. And you turn your family over to him. He will lead you. He will guide you. We've got a lot of years sitting around this table in marriages that failed. And that was failing. And since we found Christ, we found a love with our families. Our families, our children, they see happiness. My sons, you know, they don't understand this. Uh, They don't understand some of this. But my oldest son, Jeff, says, Dad, I don't understand it all, but you are happy. And that's what counts. Because we put Jesus in our life and we put Jesus first. And that sounds easy because some days I get up and I don't feel saved. Some days it's difficult for my wife. Some days, you know, we aches and pains and, and things happen, but we still put Jesus first. And, and that's what we're trying to do today, to let you know that this is real. This is not fluff. Uh, this, you, you, a lot of you in these trucks, you've got a Bible in your truck. You are obviously picked up this CD, and Christ is talking to you through ministry. And turn your life over to Jesus. And I'm telling you, driver, to look in your wife's eye. I know, Linda, you just had to be so dazed and confused that first night when you said, Gary, what's going on? But in your heart of hearts, you knew your prayers was answered. And that's the same thing with Joyce. And it's the same thing with Christy, with Richie, when he come home. You know, we, we, we went out of one man and we came home another one. Thank God. Linda just said, thank God. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gary. <laughs> but, uh, but that's what it's all about, that we can lay down at night and have peace in our heart. We all sin. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. But we do have the peace of God in our heart. See, we don't have to do anything for him to love us. He already loves us. We just have to turn it over to him. Some of you drivers out there may not even know how your wife feels or how what she's thinking. With Richie and Christy's story, he came home and told her what he wanted to do. He had no idea that this was on her heart too. He had no idea that she wanted to be back in the relationship with God. And she just walked away and came back with her Bible. Your wives may have a Bible at home. They may be feeling that same way. They may be hoping and wishing and dreaming that you would give your heart to the Lord and then that they could live that life with you. So don't assume that this is not on your wife's heart just because she hadn't said anything about it or just because she hasn't done anything about it. She may be waiting for you to lead the way. She might be waiting for you to give your heart to the Lord so that she can be in that true relationship that she wants to be in with you and with God. It's, that's what it's all about. It's about how rough it is uh, being on the road, away from home, uh, away from your family. It's not only rough for the driver out there, but it's, it's, it's twice as rough for the, for the wife at home. And, then, and that's what this uh, CD is, is uh, meant uh, to do is to uh, show the view of the wife at home. You know, 
us guys, we, we know it's hard on us. And, and I, I can remember when I wasn't saved, you know, and, and I'd call home and first thing I'd hear is all the problems that's going on. And I've got problems too out there, man. I'm trying to make a living, you know, and, and sometimes you don't want to hear it. And I, it started a lot of arguments with us because uh, of me thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. and not thinking about my family at home boy yeah we get so selfish sometimes and and that's one thing that jesus christ has has brought into my life is uh it's not about me it's it's about others and that's what our whole ministry is it's about the drivers out there and the 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 wives out there and the families out there that are that are they need something, and they don't even know what they need. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they've got that missing, yes. that void in their life. That something missing. They don't even know what it is, and that's that's what this these CD ministries are, and Channel Twenty One ministries, and that's what we're all about is uh, trying to uh, take Jesus and put him in your cab, put him in your homes and show show you that there is a better life if you will just trust and ask Jesus Christ into your homes into your lives and it's it's so much better when you got Jesus he is a rock amen that's right yeah i just want to say to all the the truck drivers wives out there just just don't lose hope god knows every tear that you've ever cried every loss that you ever felt. And if you can just hang on, God will come through for you. Well, I guess you've probably cried a million tears And there's no one but me that I can blame and every morning when I look into the mirror oh Lord I'm so ashamed I've spent my life out on the run it seems like all I've been is gone We can waste our lives on a wish But you know It takes two to make a house a home Oh no, I never planned on failing you And I know that you never planned on failing me We've each got our own selfish self That keeps on trying to control There's been more than just a time or two When I thought that we were surely through We can waste our lives on a but you know It takes two 
to make a house a home It's too late to try to change the things we said and did When we were too blind to see out of the sand We can make this life like the wish we had planned But it takes two to make a house a home I've spent my life out on the run Seems like all I've been is gone but we can waste our lives on a wish But you know It takes two to make a house a home Oh, it takes two to make a house a It's our prayer that after you've listened to this CD, it has brought you encouragement that there is hope for a better tomorrow. And if you'd like to ask Jesus into your heart, all you need to do is just pray this simple prayer. Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart and save me. I know that you died on the cross for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me and come into my life. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. And drivers, my friend, Gary Rayburn, has a song and testimony called At the Foot of the Tree that Dennis McKay uh, recorded for Gary and did an awesome job. And just like Gary Rayburn, if you said that prayer, then you've got a testimony. So let's go to the foot of the tree. At the crossroads of life, lost without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome, 
so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree rolling down that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree 